Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. That's where you go to find the archives. Thank you for joining me this morning. You know, there's. it's getting to the point where there's so many end times headlines that it's just... I can't help but feel like, well, why bother? Why continue to talk about this stuff endlessly? I mean, if you, if people haven't, if people can't see the signs and understand the time we're living in, then it's like, I don't know what to say. You know, uh, Jesus tells, uh, when he's talking to the Pharisees, and he's like, you can look at the sky and see that it's going to rain, but you don't know the time you're living in, right? I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I will give you just two headlines today. Um, but we could cover headlines every day at this point. There's so much madness going on. Uh, most of you have probably heard about that uh, volcano in the Caribbean. Uh, but this is, this is the headline that caught my attention. And it just really shows. I'm not going to read the article, but it just really shows where this is going, which of course I already knew this is where this is going. I knew this before, I mean, knew this a year ago that this was going to be the case. Uh, not because I'm brilliant, but because these people, they do the same things over and over. It's easy to predict unless you're completely asleep, living under a rock, dumbed down. I mean, it should be obvious, but anyway, so they're doing evacuations of the island, right? And it says... That here's what here's according to the prime minister there. He says only vaccinated people can be evacuated from the island to escape the volcano. You see, that's the precedence of where this is all going. The passports, all this stuff. This is where they want to go with it. And then the last thing I'll point out is maybe you've seen this, but uh, in Canada they're just com- they've just completely lost their minds as far as how they're treating this whole thing. Uh, but they, uh, there's a church now called Grace Life Church that has been fenced in uh, by the government to keep people from going to church. Uh, there's also a pastor there in Canada who's been jailed for quite some time now for preaching, for teaching during uh, the pandemic. So, you know, this, is, uh, this stuff's not that far from home. And this mindset is definitely here in the United States and other parts of the Western world. Obviously, it's in Canada. It's growing. We know where all this is headed. And so I don't see the need to just week after week read headlines and continue to beat this stuff in. And, you know, it should be obvious. Which leads us to the one thing that we should be doing, which is watching and being prepared for Jesus. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to read from Luke, uh, just so you know. Luke chapter 12, we're going to read verses 35 through 48, uh, really talking about this topic. Uh, I want to give you two verses before we get into our main passage out of the book of Luke. First, I want to give you Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. It says, Unto the angel the church of Sardis write these things saith he that had the seven spirits of God and the seven stars I know thy works that thou hast a name that thou livest and are dead be watchful and strengthen things which remain that are ready to die for I have not found thy works perfect before God Uh, 
Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Now, obviously, this is a, 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 a word given directly to this church in Sardis at that time, warning them that they need to be paying attention. They will be watching, or they're going to be caught off guard by what's about to happen. Okay. And while that is written to the church of Sardis at that time, I believe that the application applies to us today. A warning for us today. Uh, Jesus tells the disciples when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. We talked about this last week, and we've talked about this on this show before, but I'll just read the verses. He comes back and he finds them asleep. Matthew chapter 26, verse 40, and it says, And he cometh unto his disciples, and he findeth them asleep, and he saith unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? And then he says a very, very important statement here. Watch and pray. Then he gives the reason why you should watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. You see, when you believe that Jesus could come at any moment, you are paying attention. You were watching your own behavior. You're, you know, you're just on guard, not just watching, expecting him to appear, but you're on guard about your own life because, oh, if Jesus could be here any moment, I need to make sure I'm not doing this and doing that. When you think that he's delayed or that, oh, a bunch of things on this timeline have to happen or, you know, when your theology is not that, there's that the return could be imminent you're more lax you could be more lax jesus is saying look watch and pray so that you don't enter into temptation you see if, if you think that the master has delayed in his return you'll be more likely to stumble back into sin why because even though the spirit is willing the flesh is weak and this point is going to be brought home in the parable that we're about to read from Luke. So let's go to Luke chapter 12. Let's look at this parable. Verse 35. It's the parable. Uh, it's a parable and it's a warning, really, that's connected with the coming. First thing it says is, Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. Now, when you hear those first words of this parable, let your loins be girded about. That should remind you of what we recently talked about, which was the Exodus, right? The first Passover. They were told, remember we just covered this a few weeks ago. They were told that they need to have their shoes on, their staff in their hands, and their loins girded. And to eat in haste. It's a picture of being ready because at any moment, a time that you may not even expect, you're going to be called out. And so they were to be ready and be prepared. That was the whole Passover message was there's going to be a great exodus. You're going to be passed over if you've got the blood, but you need to be ready. You need to have your shoes on. You need to have your loins girded. You need to have your staff in hand. So when Jesus is saying this, that's what likely would have came to mind 
to the listener. Let your loins be girded. This is verse 35. And your lights burning. When I think about the lights burning, I also think about the parable of the ten virgins, right? Five had oil, five didn't. Five thought ahead and were prepared. Five didn't. All right, let's get to verse 36. And yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning, and ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord, when he will return from the wedding. That when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. So it's a picture of you're so alert, you're so waiting, that when the bridegroom knocks on the door, you're already standing there. Right? You're already standing there, opening the door for him, like no delay. You're ready. He says that he may open unto him immediately. Verse 37. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. Man, there is great blessing in those who are waiting and watching with great anticipation and are ready to open the door the minute he knocks. They've got their lines girded all the time. They're always paying attention. They're always watching for his return. He says he's going to make them sit down to eat and he's going to serve them. Verse 38. And if he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants. And this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not suffered his house to be broken through. Again, it's, he's saying, if, you, if you're paying attention, these things cannot take you by surprise. If you're discerning the time you're living in, if you're watching and paying attention, if you're on alert, you're not going to be taken by surprise. Kind of like a good man's not going to be taken off guard by somebody trying to enter his house if he's sitting there ready for it, right? Verse 40, Be therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh in an hour when you think not. I know you all got timelines. We've all, you know, we've all got our doctrines of end times and what order we think things are going to play out. Jesus is saying, hey, what it, whatever you think, it's not going to be that way. I'm coming at a time you think not. You better be prepared. You don't know if it's going to be on the first watch or the second watch. You don't know. Verse 40, 41, Then Peter said unto him, Lord, Speakest thou this parable unto us, or even to all? So parables, he's like Jesus saying, or Peter saying, is this specifically to us or for everyone? Verse 42. And then here's where Jesus tells. So this first part was actually not the parable. I hope I made that clear. Maybe I didn't. This first part is just him talking, him warning. Here's the, here's the actual parable about this conversation, starting with verse 42. And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant who 
his Lord when he cometh shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make them ruler over all that he has. So he's saying, look, if, if, you've, if these people that I find watching, I'm going to serve them. They're going to be appointed position. Verse 45. Here's the important part. But, and if, that servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming. And shall begin to beat the men, servants, and maidens, and eat and drink, and be drunken. The picture Jesus is painting here, through this parable, is if there's a, if this if you're a servant and you're saying in your heart, you know what, he's delayed. It looks like we got time, and he begins to return to sinful behavior. He goes back to his flesh. Remember, what did Jesus say? Watch and pray so that you don't enter into temptation. Because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus is warning. First, he starts by saying, there's great blessing for those I find watching when I return and waiting. I'm going to make them sit down to meet. They're going to sit down to have a meal, and I'm going to serve them, and I'm going to appoint them over and let, and let them be rulers over everything I have. They're, they're blessed, that person that's there, ready to open the door the minute I knock. But beware of thinking that I have delayed and to returning to your old ways. But if it, that servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and to become drunken, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. Do you think that that's serious? Does this sound like serious phrasing, cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers? What's the portion of the unbeliever? Think about that. Ask yourself, what does the unbeliever receive? Same to that servant who says, in his heart, my Lord delayeth, I'm going back to my old ways. I'm going to have a little fun before the Lord returns. Verse 47, here's why it's that way. He's going to explain why it's so harsh. And that servant, talking about the one who went back to his old sin, thinking the Lord delayeth. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. You see, if you know these things, you know the Lord's will, you know what's the right thing to do, but you go your own way anyway, and you don't prepare yourself for his return, be beaten with many stripes, it says. And then, of course, it's not the same standard for those who don't understand, right? Maybe they believe, but they don't understand yet. Maybe they're new Christians. Verse 48, But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes, for who unto for whomsoever much is given, 
of him shall much be required, and of whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. So you see, the more knowledge and information that God has allowed you to understand, the more that's expected of you, right? If you know that Jesus could be returning any moment, if you know that this has got to be the times according to the scriptures, and you've you've studied and you've listened, but then you decide, you know what, I've had enough, I'm going back to my sin, the Lord apparently is delayed, that's severe judgment coming your way if he returns and catches you in that way, according to the scriptures. It's so important to be ready, to be watching, to be paying attention. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Do not think in your heart, well, the Lord's delayed, or, well, my time, this is, his return couldn't happen because my timelines, my pet doctrines of end times, and what teaches this or believes this. So then you're just going to ignore everything Jesus says throughout all, throughout all the Gospels about his, the disciples thought his return could be intimate. The early church was expecting him to arrive. Be careful in thinking you're so wise and you've got it all figured out. That's something I learned a long time ago. Scriptures say if a man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing yet that he ought to know. If a man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing yet that he ought to know. Be careful of being prideful about your own wisdom and your own knowledge. The disciples, the religious scribes and Pharisees, all the religious people at the time thought Messiah was coming back to overthrow Rome and set himself up as king. That was their doctrine. They knew the scriptures. But they missed something, didn't they? They missed that he was actually supposed to come as a suffering servant first and pay the penalty for sin. Don't be so sure that you've got it all figured out. So my message to you this morning is just watch. Be ready. Watch. Pay attention. Don't make that mistake of thinking that he's delayed. Live every day as if he could return now. I'm going to do a part two of this series, I th uh, or this message. Um, but I think on the next one, we're going to talk about this idea of in the minds of the people, in the minds of the world... Peace is coming, right? Things are going. Things are looking up. We have to remember that during his coming, and again, I'm going to try to talk about this on the next podcast. Uh, is you know when people will be doing normal life, right? Eating and drinking and getting married. We're going to. That's what's on the agenda for next time. For today, I just want you to really dwell on, are you watching? Are you praying? 
Are you walking in righteousness and holiness? Or have you strayed away thinking you're thinking in your heart, well, the Lord is delayed, or well, he can't come because of this, this, and this. I want you to dwell on those things. Listen, if this is where you get your spiritual food and this is where you're being blessed, consider supporting the podcast. Scriptureandprophecy.com Consider praying for the podcast if you're not in a position to support it. Thank you for listening, friends. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.